What's up, guys? Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. Today, I am joined, as always, by the awesome Teresa Breeding and my amazing wife, Jessica Evans. And I did it backwards this week because, yeah, it was weird. It but yeah, Teresa is back with us this week. Yay. So <laughs> Yes. And so today we're going to be continuing with our Enneagrams and we are going to be talking about what is known as the feeling center, the two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. So if you've taken the test and you are a two, three, or four, we will be covering your type today. Okay. So before we get started, I want to ask a quick random question. This one, this one should be really easy since we're coming off Memorial Day. How do you prefer your steak cooked? There's only one right answer. Okay. Very rare. Very rare. Okay, mm-hmm. you like your like as rare as Roger likes his? No, not that rare. No, okay, because just I've, very rare. Yeah, his still mood. I heard it. Pretty right? much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he likes his purple. Yes. Yes. I like mine red. Okay. All right, Jessica. How do you like your steaks? I don't like steak. Okay. What? That is the wrong answer. I would rather have chicken. (laughs) But if I have to eat it, I would rather have it just a little bit pink. So I don't know what that means. A little bit. I think it's probably... It's probably medium. Yeah. I like mine in between, like medium I don't want it to be bloody, but if it's pink, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. See, I like mine medium rare. That's that's my favorite way way to eat it. Mm, I like mine bloody. Bloody. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay, so we will go ahead and jump into the Enneagram. So we'll just go in order two, then three, then four, because that's how numbers work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Last so, time I checked. Yep, All yep. right. So I guess we'll be starting with type two, which is the helper. Mm-hmm. Now, but now, just to be clear, none of us are any of these types, right? <laughs> no, we're right. not helpers. All, all, <laughs> Yeah, none of us We're are not helpers, helpful, but all of us are actually in the thinking center, yeah. right? Um, which is going to be what we're talking about next week. Right. Um, none of us are in the feeling center, so the, <laughs> we have no feelings. We have no feelings. We're not. We're not controlled by feelings. Yeah, and, and I'll kind of repeat what I said last week. I know that um, some Christians can have uh, you know a certain conviction or certain problems with um, you know personality tests in general. Um, just I, I know there's a lot of debate in them. Um, I, I will say that I've heard about the Enneagram in particular. I've heard about it from a lot of like faith leaders, mm-hmm. and because it kind of encapsulates not just you know the the personality of you, but it encapsulates kind of who you are when you were born. So it takes in your your God given temperament. Right. Um, but again, if if you have a conviction about this, I I don't want to push anyone toward anything they're not comfortable with. Um, so we'll be picking up our normal podcasts in you know another week or so. So just be sure to check that one out. Um, but we just we want to get that out of the way. There are a lot of differing opinions about personality tests in general, whether mm-hmm. it's the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs or any of the other ones out there. Um, so if this isn't your thing, that's okay. We'll have regular stuff coming in the next couple weeks. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So now we'll jump into the feeling center. Okay, so what we're going to be covering this week is the Feeling Center. So a quick overview of the Feeling Center, and I'm actually reading this from uh, a website called the Enneagram Singapore, which Teresa tells me they have some (laughs) spelling mistakes. I'm I'm going to assume English is not their first language. Mm -mm. It bothers me a lot. Yeah, yeah. But but what type are you again? Uh, I'm a five. Five, okay. I'm uh, a five and then a six. A five, okay, so you're five wing six. Okay. Mm Interesting. Okay. We'll have to look at that. <laughs> Maybe more perfectionistic. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, it says types two, three, and four have distortions in their feelings. The heart knows the truth. It let it let us. Okay. See, I see, I see the problem. <laughs> I see the problem. I'm going to try to correct this as I read. 
Good luck with that. (laughs) It lets us know the truth of who we really are, our identity. It is also where we can feel a sense of meaning, value, and glory of our existence. Someone's using a thesaurus. Okay. (laughs) All right. When someone says something that is really resonating and true, our heart opens up. Okay, so what they're saying is that someone in, in this type, the two, three, and fours, that they they base their value, they base your, their purpose a lot on how they feel, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's all about how they feel at that moment, where their emotions are at, right? Mm-hmm. Not not they're thinking through. So there are a lot of times they're controlled by their emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So we will start out with number two, the helper. Yes. Jessica, you want to share some with us about the helper? Yeah, it says twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-satisfying, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, unselfish, they have unconditional love for others. So, yeah. Sounds good. It does sound good. It does sound like a a good type to have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, we were just listening to a a little bit of the sermon from Sandals, Mm -hmm. um, and he he compares... Well, no, Teresa, you were telling me, because I didn't didn't actually hear this part. You want to tell us about the sermon? He was saying that Martha, in the Bible, Mary and Martha, that Martha was a two, and that, you know, she was so concerned with preparing the meal and getting the meal ready and, and being a servant mm-hmm. that she was missing out on time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he related that to people nowadays. You know, maybe you're having to get together at your house or maybe it's Christmas mm-hmm. and you're so uh, busy decorating and preparing and making sure everything's perfect that you miss out on the fellowship. Yeah, which is oh, interesting to yeah. me because if I were to think of like if I didn't know any of this, I would think that empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted would be more people people oriented. But they right. are people oriented on the service side, right? So, They're serving yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now I have on my page it says something about that their challenges for a two are uh, that they're prideful, dependent on approval of others, intrusive, demanding, and privileged. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I think I kind of get from that that maybe they do all these things, but they really need recognition mm-hmm. for it, yeah. mm-hmm. which can they, sometimes be annoying. It can be a problem. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's true. Well, they also uh, I know in, on the Sandals Church website he compares he he comes out and he kind of introduces the subject and he's like if. If you are two and you're in here, that's a miracle because twos are typically the ones out serving yes. and they're going to work at the eight o'clock service, the nine o'clock service, the 1030 service. Like, and they're and not they're, actually going to sit. And they're not actually going to be in church, <laughs> right. right? Because they're going to be working. They're going to be serving. Mm-hmm. Which that was eye-opening to it, me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, we do have a lot of people at Grace that, that have, but they have such a servant's heart mm-hmm. that it's important to them that our services run well and mm-hmm. that our volunteer spots are filled, but they're missing out on their time with God yeah. right? Yeah. because they're making sure that everybody else gets it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're taking care. Of, and that's, that's sort of what we see here is that, you know, a two or, or the helper they are, they're, they're trying to help and they're trying to put that forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of times they're missing out themselves. They're not taking care of, you know, themselves. Right. Yeah. It yeah. says their basic fear is being unwanted, unworthy of being loved or feeling unworthy of being loved. Mm-hmm. So and they're almost yeah. trying to earn that love right. from mm-hmm. other people. Ooh. 
Yeah. yeah. So that would be our suggestion mm-hmm. is if you're a two to rest in knowing that God loves you mm-hmm. and that you are worthy yeah. and that he makes you worthy. Yeah. And that it's okay to serve people, but you also need to be poured into too. Right. Yes. Yeah. It, it also says uh, when moving in the direction of disintegration, so we're, we're into stress, um, twos become needy and they, they become a little bit aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that goes to show that when you're you're constantly pouring into other people, mm-hmm. you expect recognition. Yeah. But people are flawed. People don't notice. People have their own stresses and their own problems, and they may not notice everything you've done. Right. But, or they just get used to you yeah. always doing it. <laughs> but the, yeah, they get used to it. But the thing is, is when we're doing things in service of God, we're not serving people, we're serving God. And yes. God sees everything. Yes. Right. right. So even if you don't get the recognition that you expect from someone else for what you've done, just know that you've done it. If you've done it in God's name, God has seen it mm-hmm. and God will recognize it one day. You yes. know, he will, he'll, he will, you know, he'll say something personally to you in heaven about it. Like, <laughs> well so done, my good get, and faithful yes, servant. Yes, yes, there we go. Well done. So yeah, that's a, that's another thing. If, even if you don't get the, the recognition you think you deserve here, one day you will. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, a few of the examples, which I know we read through a few of these and not all of them are well known like they are on other types. Yeah, they're not. And I think actually. that's interesting <laughs> Yeah. for the Enneagram with it being the helper. A lot of times they are behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, just a few that we may know. Um, Jessica, Dolly you want to tell Parton. us that first one? You want to tell us that first one real quick? No, I do not. That's a very long word. I don't know what that Yerima is. Yaramahusa Yogananda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know your, <laughs> that Yogananda, one. right? That, that was like the... It, yeah. Yeah. Psh. Yogananda. No. That is like every word of or letter of the alphabet in their name. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, Dr. McCoy from Star Trek. So okay. let me know that. Okay. Dolly Parton is on this list. Dolly Parton. Okay. okay. John Denver. Yeah. And Richard Simmons, which I find is funny. <laughs> yes, would, that's good. You know. Get a yeah. Uh, Mary Kay Ash, which is uh, the founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Taylor. And uh, Paula huh. Abdul. So, okay, <laughs> that's, that's a few. Huh. All right, that's a few of them. So we will go ahead and jump into our next type, which is number three. And you're probably going to know a lot more of them. Number three is known as the achiever. And number three is also my stressor. Number three is your stressor, <laughs> yes. And uh, so, yeah, number three is the achiever. Now, what I've heard about these, because I have a friend uh, who makes YouTube videos who is a number three. And th- number threes are usually very successful, but that's because they're known as the achiever and they believe that mm-hmm. you know their value is based on what they can accomplish. Um, so they're usually very successful, whatever they set out to do. But yeah. at the same time, that can be a problem because they base their value based on their accomplishments. Mm, so if yeah. those accomplishments don't go well, yeah, that can be a problem. And it's funny because, like, I know you just said this, but in the examples, we pretty much know everyone. Yes. Like everybody yeah, when, listed. When we read those, yeah. Whereas uh, the other ones we were looking at, we didn't. There was a lot that we didn't recognize. Exactly. But this one has... Uh, by far the right. most that you right. would recognize because they are so successful yeah. because they're successful which goes along with their mm-hmm. well you, even even my friend on youtube he's probably the most successful christian youtuber on the platform so i mean that just that, that just goes to show yeah, yeah that's like that crazy. he is an achiever Teresa, do you want to read a little bit about them um their strengths are they are enthusiastic action oriented problem solving successful efficient practical and competent mm-hmm. and challenges of a number three are image driven, overworked, 
impatient, competitive, and out of touch with feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it sounds yeah. like they're very task oriented, yes. very get in there and get it done. Mm-hmm. Which is funny people. that it's the out of touch with feelings when this is the feeling center. It was the feeling yeah. center, yes. That's well, interesting. It's because mm-hmm. their main motivator is uh, shame. So they don't want to oh. feel shame. Oh, okay. It's a feeling they're trying not to feel. Right. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. And they feel like if they don't accomplish what they set out to accomplish, they'll feel that shame. So, oh. yeah. So their basic fear is being worthless. And their desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. Mm. And they yeah. do that through their succeeding accomplishment. mm-hmm. accomplishments. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Mm. Okay, so it says threes are self assured, attractive, and charming, ambitious, competent, and energetic. They can also be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. They're diplomatic and poised, but can also be overly concerned with their image and what others think of them. Mm-hmm. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness. At their best, they're self-accepting, authentic, everything everything they seem to be. Role models who inspire others. Hmm. That's at their There's best. There's some definite yeah. good qualities there. Mm, there <laughs> are, yes. But I think what, what we run into, though, with this is that it's, again, it's another type that their value demands on the approval of others. Right. So if you don't get that approval, then you've just, you're, you're flat. Right. Right. Mm. And it's, it's mostly earthly approval. Mm, It is. Yes. Yeah. If you, if you read it, it's mostly earthly approval. And, and so I think the, the recommendation we'd have for you, if you are a number three, if you are the achiever is, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to move forward in life, to being driven, to being, you know, um, energetic and competent and ambitious. That's not, there's nothing right. wrong with that, mm-hmm. but don't expect for this world to give you the approval that you desire right? Mm-hmm. because it'll always fall flat. Yeah. Right. But our approval comes from the Lord. Yes. All right, Jessica, do you want to read us some of these examples that we're all going to know? Yeah. Um, okay. So Oprah Winfrey, Andy Warhol, OJ Simpson, Michael Jordan, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, Barbara wow. Streisand, Jamie Foxx, Will Smith, Courtney Cox, Demi Moore. Big names. Yeah. Big Reese, names. Reese Witherspoon, Anne Hathaway. And it just continues it just to keep, go. It keeps <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there's a name in here I don't know, honestly. I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it, it you, you can see like a type three, they're likely going to be successful. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I mean, and that's good cost, though, because though. God gives you that platform though, a mm. lot of the time. Like, yeah. if you're an achiever, then that's what God's given you is the ability to achieve things mm-hmm. and to really follow through. And if you have that, if you have that uh, type, then mm-hmm. it would be good to do that for God and achieve yeah. things for God right. and yeah. look at ways that you can use those talents to further God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. Give him the glory and be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so the the last type we'll go through in the feeling center is type four, the individualist. All right, Tracy, you want to tell us about type four? All right. The challenges of a type four are that they're moody, withdrawn, self-absorbed, oversensitive, (laughs) demanding, unsatisfied with what is. Wow. Their strengths, though, are that they're creative, empathetic, idealistic, capable of emotional depth and compassion. Which when I read that, I think of like an artist, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. a songwriter, um, yeah. someone who's deep. Someone who's deep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
And they're, and they're like way, they're like the trendsetters, like the, the ones they're yeah. not following it. They're setting it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. That's what I see too. Um, it also says fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. They are emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also be moody and self-conscious without holding themselves from others due to feeling vulnerable and defective. They can also feel disdainful and expect from ordin- and exempt from ordinary ways of living. They typically have problems with melancholy, self-indulgence, and self-pity. At their best, inspiring and highly creative, they can they are able to renew themselves and transform their experiences. It, it says their basic fear that they have no identity or personal significance, and their basic desires to find themselves and their significance to create to, an identity. To create an identity, yeah. Yeah. See there again, all of that just mm-hmm. reminds me of an artist. Yeah, of an artist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we could see that, or, or someone who's just very creative you know very very ahead they want to do their own thing they don't want to you know follow what everyone else is doing right yeah one problem that i think this type may have in life is if if you are this sort of artsy or this creative like you don't want to go with the flow but so often we look ourselves we don't necessarily see anything unique in us Mm -hmm. right right And, and we don't see anything that you know makes us better especially to everyone else especially when we're in like a comparison trap where we're comparing ourselves and our abilities and you know to everyone else around us Mm -hmm. that we want to stand out we want to be different that we we have this idea of like who we should be Mm -hmm. but i think the struggle with that is is that when we're looking at ourselves we're where you only see our flaws for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're looking at ourselves and, and trying to be unique and want to see like this person that we wish we were, we usually don't see that. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, I think for this type, you have to look at yourself through the eyes of God, that God did create you unique, that you are not like anyone else, that no one else has the same skill set, the same passions, the same ideas, right? You are unique. God created you to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And to, to see yourself through the eyes of God, that you are loved and that he created you to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you're saying that, it makes me think about how as Christians that we should be helping people to see themselves through mm-hmm. the eyes of God. Yeah. Because yeah. people are critical of themselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say all numbers mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. critical of themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the thing is, is whenever, when you read about your type, you might not necessarily see yourself in the positives or in the, right. at their best. Right. You might yeah. see that yourself like, oh yeah, there's myself there in right. all mm-hmm. of the negatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, because this type is so creative, um, it would be good to like have those creative minds to, Mm -hmm. if you, can you imagine like what kind of creative, beautiful things that could be created from a mind that is worshipful Mm -hmm. and that God has called them to create something that's beautiful for him, you know, because there's a lot of, on this list of examples, there's a lot of people who have created some really great work and are Mm -hmm. famous for it. Mm But if we can use that or if that type can use that creativeness for God in a way that would glorify him would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So a few of these on the list are um, Prince, Mm -hmm. Bob Mm -hmm. Dylan, Mm -hmm. Hank Williams, Sr., (laughs) Angelina Jolie, um, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Nicolas Cage, Mm -hmm. Kate Winslet, Winona Ryder, uh, magician Chris Angel, (laughs) and, and... Tattoo artist Kat Von D. Mm-hmm. 
um, which some of these are, are very like Cher is on here. Billy Holiday. Mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks, like some some big names are on here, and you and you would see like most of them, like a lot of them are musicians or performers here, and I yeah. think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe it's because that type is creative, so they were a little bit ahead of the curve. Right. Right. And, and so that's sort of how they got their start. Okay, and that covers our three types within the filling center. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have anything you'd like to add to that? Any key takeaways from these? I think we always just have to be aware that everybody has, everybody has strengths Mm -hmm. and everybody has weaknesses and weaknesses don't have to make you weak. There are things that you can work on. Mm -hmm. There's things that you can be aware of. Yeah. And, um, and that makes you stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And in our weaknesses, God is strong. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds familiar. (laughs) Yeah, doesn't it? Like I've read that before. Yeah. Huh. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I think that's so true. And, and I think that's kind of the power of like any of these Enneagram or Temperaments or Myers-Briggs, whatever you do, is that it can tell you things about yourself that others may know or you may feel, but you've never, you know, confronted face to face. Right. Right. And people and, might not have the guts to tell you about. Exactly. Yeah. But when you read it in here and you're like, oh, wow, okay, that is sort of true about me. Right. What can I do to, you know, to to limit that or to handle that better. How can I improve myself? Right. Live godly or through that, you know, we, there are things we can do with this kind of information. And I, I think this is the power. Like, don't just read about yourself. Like, Oh cool. That's who I am. And walk away. Right. It's, right. it's, it's like a mirror. You, if your hair is messed up, you got to fix your hair. Right. Right. Yeah. right. If it shows Use you it something to make you better. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, we hope that you guys have been enjoying this little series. Next week will be the final week where we go through the thinking center, which is the five, six, seven. Yes. Yeah, it's all it about is, us. It's all, all five, six, which us. is all of us. Ooh. We are literally T- Teresa is a five. Mm-hmm. Jessica is a six and I am a seven. Ooh, that, I Isn't didn't that realize that. Cool. That is crazy. And that's kind of how we sit actually here around yeah. the podcast. We're, in, we're five, in numerical six. order. We're just cool like that. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway, we hope that you've enjoyed the podcast, and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.